Welcome to the Level Up English podcast, the best place to come to practice the English language, learn about the British accent and culture. With me, your host, Michael Lavers. Hello and welcome back to the Level Up English podcast. Very good to have you here. As always, how is your Wednesday going? How is your week going? Hope it's going well. Uh, of course, my name is Michael and I have a little grammar topic that we can look at today. I'm not going to make it boring, going to make it fun and interesting, hopefully, but hopefully it'll be useful. Before I get to that, I've got two things I want to talk about. First of all, a shout out to italki, as I do every podcast episode, because italki is the best way you can get an online English teacher to practice your English. So if you want to have kind of one-to-one English training, italki is the place to go. And to get there, you can go to my link, which is levelupenglish.school forward slash free. If you go to that link and click on the button, then you can get a free $10, which you can use for your first lesson. So definitely check that out if you're interested in getting some speaking practice or some grammar lessons or whatever it is. The other announcement or reminder I would like to make at the beginning of this show is for me, for my lessons. So I do have lessons open at the moment. And and what I'm really excited about, as I mentioned last week, are my group lessons. So I've had a one week break from them while I've been uh, moving. But starting from October the 4th, I think that's this Sunday, I'm going to be doing weekly group lessons. It's a really amazing way to learn English for a, a good price and make friends and yeah, have a have a fun conversation. It's a really, really good way to do that. You know, there will be conversation activities, possibly some homework activities if you want to do a little bit extra. And if you want to see what a group lesson is like, I'm going to put a video on my YouTube channel of a group lesson that I did before. I'm not sure if it's up there right now. If it's not there now, it will be there soon. So there'll be a video just to show you what the group lesson is like. If you're interested in joining our weekly groups, they happen every Sunday and you can sign up at ewmichael.com slash group. ewmichael.com slash group. I have been told the website doesn't always work on mobile. So if you have any problems on your phone, it might be better to go to a computer, but that's something I'm trying to work on as well. And if you have any more problems signing up or any questions, you can get in touch with me on any social media or email, anywhere you can find me. I'd be really happy to help you and hopefully I can meet you in one of our group classes. So thank you very much. Okay, so thank you for bearing with me on that introduction. I'm going to get to the main topic today, which is the grammar. And that's a really horrible word, isn't it, grammar? But I think it it can be quite exciting. And I know we've got some grammar nerds as well. And what I want to talk about today is comparatives, or are comparatives, I should say. A comparative is an adjective that uses er, or it can also have more before. So that would be, for example, big turning to bigger 
small turning to smaller. So smaller is a comparative adjective. And many of you will know that we often use the word than, than, when we're comparing two things. Like Michael is better than you. Okay, that's not true. I'm sorry, I'm sorry I said that, but <laughs> uh, Michael is bigger than you. Yeah, the dog is smarter than the cat. So these are some simple comparative sentences we would use er than. Today I want to focus on something a little bit harder, a little bit less common, and this is a more specific use of these comparatives. And this is where we use the and the, two these together. You know, a very common example would be the bigger the better. The bigger the better. And when we use these two comparatives with the, it kind of shows the relationship between two things. And these things are kind of increasing or decreasing together. So they have some kind of connection or relationship. And we're saying the bigger the better, which means if this thing is bigger, it will be better. So the structure of this grammar is we always start with the, the, and then the first comparative adjective, the bigger. Then we can add the rest of the sentence, like the clause. So we could say, the bigger the fish is, the bigger the fish is, then we say the next part with the adjective. The bigger the fish is, the happier, and then again the rest of the sentence, the happier I will be. The bigger the fish is, the happier I will be. So that means if the fish is really big, I will be happy. If the fish is small, I will be less happy. So let's look at some more examples of this and then we'll see how we can make it even harder. So one of them could be, the more delicious it is, the more I buy. The more delicious it is, the more I buy. And notice we do not say, the more it is delicious, the more I buy. So the verb comes after the adjective, the more delicious it is. It is comes at the end, before the comma. And do you know why do we say more delicious? Why do we not say deliciouser? I, th I think you probably know not to say deliciouser, but do you know why? There is a kind of a rule about this. And basically the rule is if the, if the adjective is three syllables or four syllables or more, syllable is a sound, like Michael has two, my call. If it has more than three, then we always say more. We do not say beautifuler, because beautiful has three syllables. So we say more beautiful. If the adjective has one or two syllables, then we just say er. You know, we don't usually say more good or more exciting. No, we do say exciting. <laughs> we don't usually say more big. You know, we say bigger, bigger, better. So that's the rule there. 
Here's one that is true for many people, but especially for me, I would say. The older I become, the uglier I get. And a lot of people also say that, you know, I really want to have more money. I think more money would solve all my problems. And there are also other people that say, the more money you have, the more worries you have as well. And the very famous quote, I think from a song, which I'm not up to date with, is more money, more problems. I don't know where that's from, but yeah, very common saying, more money, more problems. So we could say as well, the richer you become, the more problems you have. The less you spend, the more you save. So many wise things we could say with this structure. And I think it's very exciting because I can also ask you guys to give me some examples. So that's what I always love to hear. I want to make this podcast kind of a two-way, a two-way street, you know. So the final part of this, of this uh, grammar is we can shorten these sayings, get rid of those clauses. So when the context is obvious, we don't need to say what we're talking about. If we go back to the fish example, I think I said, the bigger the fish is, the happier I will be, or the better it is. But we don't need to say is, we don't need to say I, because that is usually obvious. So if you are fishing, you're going to catch a fish, you could just say, the bigger, the better. The bigger, the better. Because it's kind of obvious you, you mean fish. We don't need to specify fish. A really common one is the more, the merrier. Merry is kind of like a slightly old-fashioned word that means happy. So if I ask you, how many people do you want to come to the party? You could reply, uh, the more the merrier, the more the merrier. In a long sentence, that means the more people who come to the party, the merrier or happier it will be, or the happier I will be, the more the merrier. So it's a really good saying if you basically want to let someone know there is no such thing as too many people. You want lots and lots of people to come to your event. Another one very useful in England, I would say, how do you like your tea? What do you think you could say to this one? How do you like your tea? You could say, the stronger, the better. The stronger, the better. If you say the long version, it would be, the stronger my tea is, the better it will be. But we can just simplify, the stronger, the better. When should Michael release his podcast? Hmm, the earlier, the better. It's really common with better. We often say it with better. The earlier, the better. So I'm just going to talk about some common mistakes now, then give you some practice, and then I will let you go. So common mistakes with this one, really common one, is never ever say ER and more together. I hear this all the time, and it's obviously understandable, it just sounds quite unnatural. So for example, we do not say more better 
or more bigger or more sunnier. Basically, if you remember, more and er have the same meaning. We don't need to say them both because they, they're basically the same word, just in different letters. Think of it that way. So we could say it's sunnier. Um, more sunny is not correct, but it's even better than saying more sunnier. More sunnier sounds the worst. More sunny, a little bit better. Sunnier is the, the correct one, the most natural. As I said before, the other mistakes are do not use ER with words longer than three syllables. So don't say exciting-er, beautiful-er, anything like that. So we just say more and then the adjective. More exciting, more beautiful. Likewise, or maybe conversely, the opposite way, don't use more with short words, like more good or more small. There are some exceptions, like fun, I think is a common one. Funner sounds a bit strange. So usually we say more fun. And we can use more for emphasis. You know, sometimes I will do this for emphasis. I want to let you know, but usually it's not natural, but it is possible. Like I do sometimes hear people saying, wow, that would be even more big, even more big. It, I think it's not technically correct, but that more does give a bit of emphasis. So you will hear it sometimes, but I recommend avoiding that. Don't say uh, more with short adjectives. The last one is do not put the verb before the adjective. When you're saying these kind of the, the comparatives, you put the verb right before the comma. The stronger the coffee is, the better. We don't say the stronger is the coffee, the better. The stronger the coffee is. So is comes right before the comma at the end. Okay, let's do some quick practice here. So I'm going to give you a couple sentences let you think about it if you like. You can answer in your head, maybe even say it out loud and let the people around you think you're crazy. That's the goal here. <laughs> let me know if that happens. And then I'll tell you an answer after a short pause. So the first sentence here, um, I'll give you the full sentence. So if the explanation is simple, the students will understand. So there's a conditional sentence. What do you think you could say with this one? We say the something, the something. Have a think about it. Okay, I'll give you two answers. The long one, the simpler the explanation, the better. Or, short one, the simpler, the better, if the context is obvious. Okay, that was a practice one. Let's try another one. If the food is fresh, it will be healthy. If the food is fresh, it will be healthy. So what kind of comparative relationship can you make here? So start with the, the, mm, the, mm. We could say the fresher the food is, the healthier 
it will be. Or do you know the short way to say this? The fresher, the healthier. The fresher, the healthier. We definitely need the context because that's a bit unclear without context, but that's a good way to say it. And while I was recording this podcast, I looked out my window and I saw a magpie, which is a type of bird, carrying a huge stick on the roof. <laughs> and it was so big that it could hardly walk and it was very difficult for it to carry. It was quite funny. So we could do another sentence. If the bird carries a huge stick, it will be hard to fly. So what could we say for this one? Hmm. We could say, the larger the stick is, the more difficult it is to fly. Or conversely, the lighter the stick, the easier it is to fly. That's some good advice for the magpie. Okay, maybe I will keep this episode short and sweet. You know, maybe the shorter, the better. Let me know what you think. Maybe you think the longer, the better. Give me your advice. And also, let me know your examples in the comments. I would love to hear what you come up with because there's it's a really good grammar structure to get creative with. So to join in the conversation, go to levelupenglish.school slash podcast 76. There'll also be a link to the show notes in this podcast description that should be on your phone or wherever you're listening now. So go there, leave a comment, and I will reply to your comment, I promise, and I'll let you know if it's correct or just to say hi, maybe. Okay, so I, I don't often do grammar lessons on the podcast, but I like to do it sometimes to give a bit of variety. So hopefully that was interesting and useful for you guys, and hopefully that can be useful for your you know, daily life and practice as well. Right, at the end of this show, I like to read podcast reviews. So I've got a lot of podcast reviews from kind people in the Level Up English community. I'm always so appreciative of them, and I will read a couple of them today just to say thank you. I've had quite a few from the USA recently. So, you know, I always assume that they're people living in the USA, perhaps, but maybe from other countries originally. So let's have a look. We've got one from someone with an Arabic name. You know, I can't read Arabic, but I guess you're from an Arabic-speaking country. And they said, one of the best podcasts of all time. Wow, that's amazing. One of my favorite teachers, Michael. Thank you for helping us. We appreciate it. Thanks a lot. Thank you so much. I'm really happy I'm one of your favorites. <laughs> that makes me happy to hear. So thank you for that kind review. I had another one from... Shin Thant. Oh, I can't read that. I'm terrible at TH sounds. I don't want to mess up your name, so I'm not going to attempt the rest. <laughs> but this person said, Nice. This is my favorite podcast to listen to while learning English. Your voice is so clear for me to listen. Thanks a lot, Michael. That's great to hear as well. I do get a lot of people complaining about my voice, saying, You're too boring. You don't sound interesting. Um, I'm sorry for those people, this is my voice, but I'm very happy when people do like my voice. So thank you for that support. That will help me sleep tonight. And 
One more from No, let me try that again. Ruasaud. You you guys have got to make your names easier for me. <laughs> some of these might be real names. Some of them might just be usernames. I can never tell. But thank you to Ruth Saud. And they said, keep going. I'm in love with this podcast. Thank you so much. I'm really happy to hear that. That's really cool. Um, we've got a lot of reviews now. I can't keep up with them all. But if you want me to read your review on a future episode, then you can leave one at Apple Podcasts and I'll probably read it on a future episode. So thank you everyone who does that. If you want to get in touch with me, reach out to me. My email is info at ewmichael.com. I'm saying that now at the end because I think only the true fans, you know, the true dedicated English learners will be listening this far into the episode. So all, you know, all of those fake fans are already, have already left, you know? So <laughs> feel free to send me an email, get in touch. And thank you for listening. Have a great week and I will see you next time. Bye-bye. You have been listening to the Level Up English podcast. If you would like to leave a question to be answered on a future episode, then please go to levelupenglish.school forward slash podcast. That's levelupenglish.school slash podcast. And I'll answer your question on a future episode. Thanks for listening.